On one hand, we don't realize that this is a holy place, that God is here, and we should be careful about how we step in this place. On the other hand, we are so hung up on stuff that we, I'll never forget this. We had an event called a True Wind event. True Wind was this leadership event that we used to do every year. We would have hundreds of, of young people, teenagers, come to it, and we would spend a lot of money and make it the best we could. And it was the very first one, so we were like not even sure what to do. But we, we said, look, no matter what, no matter who criticizes we're going to do what we got to do. And so we had about, I don't know, 500 young people in that one, that first one. We called it Blown Away. It was awesome. And we wanted, we wanted to blow these kids away. And we had Christian artists there. Man, we spent about $30,000 that first year. It was unbelievable. And, and we invited a school called Grace Prep that was not a Seventh-day Adventist school, but they were non-denominational school. They had students there that, that were from all different denominations. And the whole school came. The principal said, man, absolutely, we're going to come, we're going to love this. And the whole school came to that event. How cool is that? On Saturday afternoon, it was pouring outside, pouring outside. And it was really, really hot. So we had the doors open. The worship team is leading us in these wonderful songs. I mean, just beautiful contemporary worship stuff, you know, which was already edgy for some of the people there. And our students and other young people from our conference were like looking around. They didn't know what exactly to do. But this school did. They went up front, they were singing, they were dancing, they were jumping up and down. I, I'm thinking, oh man, we're going to get in trouble here, right? How do I explain this to Spencer, who was the principal at the time? And he's there, but he's walking around with this big smile on his face. I'm like, all right, so I'm a little bit more worried about this than he is. I look outside the door, and there's this girl, and she has her hands up like this. I have a picture of it. I should have brought it. And she is just praising God. They were singing a song called Holy Spirit Rain on Me. And they, she's out there getting totally, it's pouring. And I looked at her and I'm going, man, that is worship right there. And then I looked over and there was a guy, I won't say his name. But we had all kinds of people that came to that first one because they wanted to know. Some came because they wanted to worship. Some came because they wanted to experience. But some came because they wanted to take notes. And there was a guy standing on the, uh, the bleachers. And he was like this. I kid you not. His arms were clenched. His face was like this. And I'm thinking, all right, girl from Grace Prep, We'll call him Fred. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Here, like this. Girl from Grace Prep. This man just. And I'm thinking, who's worshiping here? I could tell you what she's thinking. She's thinking, don't bother me. He's thinking, I'm taking notes. I can't wait to tell the president. 
she's thinking, don't bother me. And if you think this is anything, wait, I could become even more undignified than this. Which I'm glad she didn't, by the way. But I got to tell you something. That's what David was saying. What David was saying is the heart of worship is not about us. It's about God. It's about us taking off all, all of our royal robes, all the stuff. That, 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 and I got to tell you, I struggle with this sometimes. We are more concerned about preserving our image than worshiping God with reckless abandon. We are more concerned about what other people are seeing or looking at us than we are about God who deserves because he is holy, holy, holy. We are more concerned about our reputation, about what people think of us, than we are about worshiping God wholeheartedly with all our hearts. We are more concerned about our image than looking foolish for God. But you know what? Noah looked foolish when he was building this thing, wasn't he? Sarah must have looked foolish when at 90 years old she's buying baby clothes. Joseph is looking foolish when no matter what happens to him, he's doing what he's got to do. The Israelites must have looked really foolish running around Jericho with trumpets in their hands. Nehemiah must have looked really foolish trying to build that wall. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego must have looked really foolish when everybody else is bowing down, but they're standing up. The disciples must have looked really foolish following this Messiah. Jesus must have looked really foolish hanging naked on the cross, but because he did, you and I are here today, and we are saved. So I want to look foolish for God. I want to dance with all my might. I want to sing with all my heart. But I want to make sure that I recognize that God is holy. And when he comes back to this earth, which I believe is going to be really soon, by the way. When he comes back, I don't know about you, but I don't need to him, to, for him to see me sterile. I don't need for him to see me common. I don't need for him to see me just nice and clean. I need to, him to see me like David. Dancing and shouting, Lord Jesus, come. I think David was hearing music that nobody else heard that day. And he couldn't help but dance. So, I know for some of you, this has been a challenging sermon, and I'm sorry for that. But I think it's important for us to recognize that worship is way more than we understand it to be. It's not about coming to church Sabbath after Sabbath and some routine thing, and then we eat lunch and then we go home or whatever, you know. We are worshiping a holy God who is not saved. Lord, thank you that we live in this land of abundance.
Thank you for all that you do for us, Lord. Lord, I want to ask forgiveness for the times in my life where I've been way too pragmatic. Where I have lessened your holiness because of some ridiculous thought that you wouldn't care about that. But you do care. Thank you, Lord, for protecting me from myself. And Father, I pray that you would help me to be less preoccupied with me and be more thoughtful of you when I worship. I know, Lord, you don't want everybody in here dancing and screaming and but you do want us all to worship you with all our might. And you do want us all to worship the way we worship. Please forgive us, Lord, if we've ever criticized anybody for worshiping in their own way. And help us, O oh Lord, to worship you even if in our own hearts with reckless abandonment and absolute passion because you are absolute holy, Lord. We love you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.